This is the size. Candid convo between two music lovers with a dash of pop culture and zero chill. Let's dive into episode number two. Like, is you live on? <laughs> is you live? Is this thing on? That's trash. Funny, a show. Y'all have to watch Queen's Court. I don't know. It should be on TV. I'm really going to like send a pointed email <laughs> to Showtime to see why they can't get it like a late night talk show. I love that we're giving them free full promotion. Oh, they need it. <laughs> Anything for the Queen's Court. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Put me on the docket. <laughs> I'm going to put myself there. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Hi, guys. What yeah. up? Steph Watts. Muse. And we're here with another episode of The, the Size. Size. And we're giving it to you again. And, and again, again. And, and again. again. <laughs> now, let's just jump in the Grammys. Look, a postmortem. Where do we stand with the Grammys in 2018? <laughs> um... I honestly didn't have an issue with the winners, so I don't stand in too much of a bad place. You? I don't have an issue with who won either because Bruno Mars' 24 Karat was Bob Nation. Bob Nation. As someone that didn't even know Bruno Mars was famous until he performed at the Super Bowl, (laughs) I didn't even know Bruno Mars was a thing. I don't... I've never been anywhere. I've heard a Bruno Mars song. Like, I might have been at CVS like once a few years ago and heard that, you make me feel but I just feel like I don't even know what that is. You make me walk out of hell. Oh yeah, I don't like something that song. like that. I don't know. I was in CVS and I heard it and I was like, "Wow, what horrible music! Who made that?" And then I found <laughs> out it was Bruno Mars, and I was like, "Uh, I don't want, I want no parts because that literally made me want to like murder myself in CVS." No, on the flip side, I did know who he was, and I just didn't care. See? I knew that he was famous, and I knew that people like really liked him a lot, but I just didn't get it. I was more so mad because him and Miguel were the same person. Just one did black music and one did white music. And Miguel wasn't getting the shine that I thought that he deserved, but Bruno was, so I was being petty. But now I'm all the way on board. I'm team oh, Bruno. I'm on board. I'm team Bruno. Um, I'm here for My mom is actually getting a shirt made. Oh, the tickets for his show was like a thousand yeah. at the MGM, and everybody was on my line like, we going. Oh, my cousin from my aunt Shreveport, went. Louisiana spent $500 for each person for her whole family to go see Bruno. <laughs> and they got shirts made, and my mom is mad because they didn't make her one. Because Jackie want to... Your family um, love making shirts. They do. 
My mom won a Lucky For You, That's What I Like shirt. <laughs> she was yelling about it Ooh, yesterday, a hashtag. We should get her one. You know that's my mom's song. <laughs> she was literally at my girl's house yesterday. She was like, wait, son, I got something in Miami. Wake up with no jammies. That's a jam. I was like, oh, okay, Jack. I love Jack, but I cannot take her seriously right now with this Bruno standum. My mom lived for it. All black people love Bruno Mars now. And oh, it's yeah. Because that 24 Karat album is straight up old school, New Jack swing, R&B bop. Like, calling on my lovelies. Are we kidding? Papa came through with nine songs and said, here. And I ain't skipped not one. Did it. And let me tell you, again, as somebody that never liked Bruno to be sold that fast, the album had to be good. Oh, it snaps. And so, for anybody to get up on Al Gore's internet, Father Guy, last night. <laughs> and be mad about him winning anything, smack yourself. Talking about anti-blackness and this, that, and the tenth. Shut up. Bruno Mars don't never stop talking about Teddy Riley and Jimmy Jam and uh-huh. Babyface. He loved them. He literally swings from their ball hairs as a yeah, part-time job. Like suckling on the scrotum of. Okay, so all these people that want to use these big words and anti-blackness and massaging the war, talking about he won over Jay-Z because of racism. Listen First here. of all, let's talk about that for five seconds. And I know some people that's going to be upset about me, upset, upset with me for saying this. We problematic, it's fine. It shouldn't have taken Jay-Z 40 something years to figure out that it's not good to cheat so just because that's what this album is about and it's a whole bunch of old heads in the black community that's 50 plus that's just now learning it's okay to not be cheating on auntie anger and all of them no no 444 was bomb to me but i wouldn't have been i'm what okay about, with, what about it was bomb because the bars i heard was me like you the, are biased was, no no let me tell you something Again, even if I think you are the scum of the earth, I could still acknowledge if a song is good. Like, I think Taylor Swift should go under the earth's core. Like, she's a bad person. I don't like her face. And she don't dress cute. But that white horses is a cut. And oh, I will say it. Oh, my God. She wears a good gown. All right. You and Aretha can't believe that. I don't. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if somebody put out a good song, it's a good song. But Jay-Z ain't really slapped on no hit to me since Watch the Throne. And I'll say whether or not he's like, like, I'm not the kind of person where I don't like you as a person. So I will forever, like, you know, like, play your music to the left. But the songs that I heard just weren't good. Like, Jay-Z sounds like an old black man with no swag trying to do spoken word. And it was just whack to me. And, like, I don't know. I just didn't like the album, all the songs I heard. So for anybody that... At, first of all, no one still listens to that album. Nobody is sitting in their crib like, oh, let me put the 444. Y'all ain't listening to that joint no more. They ain't playing <laughs> no songs with 444 at the function. Like, why are everybody lying? That's the thing. People get on the internet and lie every day. Y'all are mad about an album that you don't even listen to. Stephanie is going, oh. Because I hate when people lie. Like, lying is not cute. I don't like lying. And everybody is lying. Y'all are not. Listen, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast besides Treats, who we love, hey, Treats, hey. who said that he is still listening to 444, if you are someone that is please tweet, text, DM, and let us know if you're still listening to it. Because I don't know anybody that ever listened to it, really. <laughs> like, everybody gave it that one pass. They canceled their title subscription and called it a day. But what makes it even more crazy is that people are, for somehow, for some reason, think that 444 was better than Damn. 
Okay, because, now that because they're I not bringing damn up in the conversation. I completely disagree with that. Damn was a way better album than way better. But no one is saying that everybody's like, oh. Uh, Jay-Z got shut out. He should have won over Bruno. No. I knew that that wasn't going to happen, though, because they were not about to let you win when they didn't let Beyonce win last year. Right. They got both of y'all together. It's fine. Right. I saw that coming. It just means come with better music, and it's no shame. Because Kendrick swept. As he needed to. That I still listen to Damn. I do still listen to Damn. Like. Any track from that can come on. And I'm stopping what I'm doing. Yeah. And the visuals. I think we talked about this before, but the fucking visuals were everything. Everything. For this era of his. It made me feel like, oh, he can actually make songs that play on the radio and you jam to on a consistent basis all the time. Because to Pimp a Butterfly, I took a little break, but I'm back on board. (laughs) Now I was pimped. <laughs> yeah. Uh so shout out to Kendrick. He won five awards last night. One of them with Rihanna. So let's talk about it. <laughs> so <laughs> Rihanna, I love you. Please stop giving the Grammys a bone. Yeah. They did you dirty in twenty seventeen. They don't anti. deserve you anymore because first of all, they definitely didn't they, they shut anti out last yeah. year when anti was better than Everything. 25 and Lemonade. She Who are we kidding? was sitting in the audience drinking from that flask like, bitch, where's the bar? Like, right. I'm, I'm fresh out. Ready to go. <laughs> um, and then she won a Grammy um, this week, but it's all, and she performed, but it was all her as a feature. So yeah. I'm like, what are the Grammys doing? Like, But you know that they'd have like 80 awards and they only televised like 14 of them. Right, but what I'm saying is that Rihanna couldn't win on her own merit. Rihanna had to win attached to Kendrick or Or she had to perform attached to Khaled. And it's just like... But that performance... And you could could tell she was just like, whatever. It was like she was like, whatever. whatever. Oh, Rihanna's very whatever. It looked like she didn't want to be there. But (laughs) when she got on stage and started dancing, it looked like she was having the time of her life. Yeah, of course. That tongue was out. She was making scrunch faces. Everything. Rihanna loves to bop around. <laughs> and she she kicked that leg up and clapped like she was an auntie at a cookout. And I was like, yep, <laughs> me too. <laughs> and she looked better than everybody. Did. As always. That Alexandra Vaultier dress. I'm definitely getting that, um, getting that hair. I know exactly what it is. I'm about to go right down to B&K <laughs> today <laughs> on Brewer Street. Hey, can up, I get Philly? a what, what? Hello? <laughs> I'm done laughing at you for the day. Um, it's who too else? Early. Um, what else happened? Oh, the Migos look like Michael Jackson going to make a change um, tour. They definitely look like the All I Want to Say is They Don't Really Care About Us video, and uh, I was pissed uh, about uh, it. I think that people give Migos way too much from a fashion perspective. They look like gay niggas. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm making my Maddie face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. Not, not no. <laughs> Not no. It's, and it's nothing wrong with that. But they're not icons. No. From a music or fashion perspective. No. And that's that on that. Did you listen to Culture 2? No. no. <laughs> but this is why the Migos, after a while, you can't have the same cadence and think I'm going to listen. Yeah. If, you're, if, you're, if your songs all sound the same, I'm not going to listen no more. Cause... But that's why I appreciate Stir Fry, because it don't sound yeah, like a Migos Yeah, I know. Song. And that's why, you know, I went on Twitter and I said, let's be honest, everybody, like, the Migos ain't had no real slappers 
since like they first came out with like um Fight Versace, Night and Versace. Fight Night, Handsome they, and Wealthy. Yeah, like those songs. Those songs. Because bro, I don't care about Bad and Bougie. And bougie. Uh, I can never hear that song again for the rest of my life and I would die happy. Yeah, I mean, think about who likes it. People that like wear club clothes to go But are we contradicting ourselves? Because I like Cardi B for all of the reasons that I am tired of the Migos. What do you mean? Because Cardi B is the first like turn up girl to come out, I feel like, in our lifetime rapping. Everybody else is like lyricism and female power and all of that. Well, you know, nasty I... and raunchy shit. But she literally make the same type of music as the Migos and the Uzis and all of those like. But her turn-up bars joints. to me are better. Oh, I'm not saying that they not. That's not that, that's why she wins because Card um, Cardi B has better bars than all the male rappers that rap with the same cadence as her. Yeah. So that's why she wins. Speaking of Cardi was. Popping on the Grammys last and night. So was Hennessy. Hennessy looked gorgeous, even though Sierra wore that dress so like two years ago. But Hennessy looked beautiful. Did. She was one of my favorites on the red carpet. Cardi looked beautiful. I loved her Cardi did cloud wing. She did moment. look really good. Um, she looked great. I love how she wear like stepmom hair a lot. Yeah. Well, she dresses like she's going to an AKA banquet all, the, all time. the time. Even when they had her reading the, I don't, I think you might have like walked away, but they had her <laughs> reading from Donald Trump's book. Oh, I saw. And, and she, she was had like, that white blazer. She dresses like she's going to an AKA Jack and Jill <laughs> banquet all the time. I love it. Like, she was give like, me cachet. Why is he like this? Not cachet. <laughs> she dressed like cachet. No style. I love it. <laughs> Not no style. No. Cache <laughs> is classier. That's where you go get your banquet outfits, your luncheon outfits. Cache don't even exist no more, Stephanie. So? <laughs> the girls digging the archives. Stylists go digging the archives. It's very like Cache, White House, Black Market. Oh, you it's know? a very White House, Black Market. Like, I love the way Cardi Sky, dresses. Like, a, like a rich stepmom. <laughs> I love it. She I'm thinks she on Dynasty. Do, and I'm with it. <laughs> also, her and Bruno, let's circle it back. They killed it. That performance oh, yeah, was I was so really bomb. into it. I love how they incorporated her body at Cardi Bars. Yes. I wanted her to come back on stage. I was just waiting, and then she was like, Ah, ah, ah. I was like, okay, back on stage. Love it. Liked it. <laughs> supported it. Congrats to Cardi. Bruno. I remember when Corey Stokes, one time at R&B Trivia, made, he was like, look at this girl on Instagram. This was years ago. This had to be like When she was three, just an Instagram girl. When she was just an Instagram stripper girl. She didn't even have a million followers yet. Like, she was just in the, like, 10,000s right. or something. Because I guess her page had got like, cut off and she just came back. And I was like, who is this girl? And now to see her on the Grammys is very great. I'm very excited for her. I don't say inspiring because I don't like that kind of thing. I don't, <laughs> I'm not into like uplifting stuff, but I'm really happy for her. She deserves everything. She works so hard. She's beautiful. She seems so sweet and so and like. And she's so down to earth still. Yeah. And I even like how, I don't know what this was from, but it was one of the pre-Grammy events. Her and Lala had that talk on the red mm. carpet, and Lala was like, are you happy still? Like, we could talk about it later. Like, I was like, show love. Mm-hmm. I love stuff like and that. And mentorship. Take her under your wing. The exactly. Afro-Latinas. Come on, Amara La Negra. I'm serious. I need Amara, Juju, Lala, Cardi, and Jocelyn, the Puerto Rican princess, to all do something <laughs> together. Do something together. That would be so bomb. Even if it was just throwing a party, I'd be there. Oh, damn. And be dressed <laughs> like Rihanna in the Wild Thoughts performance. <laughs> With my Niecy Nash flower in my head. Remember when Niecy Nash used to dress like that? Why does she always have that senorita flower? I don't know. But look at her now. Look. Claws is a show. I don't care what nobody say. 
I don't watch clothes, but I do watch her in Getting On, and that show is fire. Oh, my God. Funny as shit. Damn. Oh, my God. A show. Those nurses be rude as hell. <laughs> no, for real. Like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, people just be dying. They Dude. like, whatever. All right, well, next. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on Grammys? Oh, um, Lady Gaga looked beautiful and better than everything. I want her to stop with the fillers in her face, but she did look really, really, really good. <laughs> that dress with like the one piece under it and then that black balloon of Like, yeah, I was into it. The gag looked great. Sounded great. She sounded so good. I mm-hmm. wanted to fly away on that piano with them wings. <sighs> I was into it. Like, she, even though she's toned down everything for Joanne's era, it's really still always kicking it up a notch. Yep. Like, she always doing something. Yep. Love her. Um, we put a lot of people on mute, so. Um, <laughs> no, we really did. I was like, all right. I wanted to change to Housewives, but I'll just watch it on DVR. Are we going to talk about Kesha or what? Are we not going to talk about Kesha? I feel like I caused a ruckus yesterday on Twitter talking about Kesha, but my whole thing was this. <laughs> I don't think that, okay, firstly, I'm all for Time's Up, everything that's going on in the industry, it's like terrible what's being done, and I'm glad that they're saying something about it finally, in all Especially for Kesha, because she's been crying out to the people for years. And wasn't nobody listening. Nobody was listening, nobody was taking her seriously, her label is trash, Dr. Luke, kill yourself. Yeah, like all of that, but that doesn't mean you can sacrifice the vocal. And she sounded crazy. Being emotional as you want to be on stage should never change how you perform. To me, Kesha's not really a singer anyway. Exactly. But I've always been okay with that because her music is good. Like, Harold's song was bomb. Sleazy was lit. I love Kesha. I don't know any of these songs he just named. Oh, shit. I don't know nothing about Kesha. The song that she performed last night sounds completely different on the radio. You sounded crazy in person. Mm. That was it. I don't want to say too much. People are going to be mad. The show's problematic. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that was the Grammys. <laughs> um, I mean, this is honestly the first year where I'm not furious. Because right. the last few years I've been furious. Even though I do think the Grammys do a good job in the R&B categories. But they don't televise most of that they stuff, don't so people just be mad because yeah. they don't know. But I do think that, because I mean, they, Maya um, Team U got nominated last year. Uh, like, hello? You know what I'm saying? So I think they do. The Grammys do an excellent job with R&B. If y'all, people listen to R&B, they would know the Grammys do a great job every single year with them categories. You every just year. have to really look into the categories and the nominees and right. see who wins because they only gonna show about five of them awards and a whole bunch of white people performances that you're not gonna care about. That you never even heard of. Right. Who is Elisa Cara? <laughs> so, I've been trying to somebody, tell you. Who, can no. somebody call into the show? Because Mike swears she has a song on the radio <laughs> outside of her singing background on that JoJo song, on that JoJo album that came out in 2016. That girl, who is she? Alessia Cara. And who was that girl with them RN glasses on? <laughs> that was about Ka- Camilla Cabello. <laughs> she, she looked like the secretary at the nurse off at the nurse. Facility. I was crazy. I'm over Camila Cabello just in general. Okay, none of them fifth how many girls really sing, but for some reason everybody loves them. Camila Cabello Havana song, it grew on me only because of Pharrell's production, but I'm still not really. Ew, a Pharrell big fan. did that song? Yeah. Pharrell's canceled. Uh we're not a part of cancel culture. You can't do that. Pharrell can't talk to me for like a week. But he made Stir Fry too. That don't make up for how bad <laughs> I heard that song. I heard that song in a lift, and I did not give the driver any stars. That's how awful that song. And I'm not being funny. I was like, this music is bad, and I don't want to be mean until I don't like telling people to change their music. Cause I think that's rude. 
to tell a driver to change your music. I'm I was so plug mad. My phone. I didn't give him a star. I couldn't. That song was so bad. It wasn't his fault that the radio decided to play a number one hit. But he was listening to it, and that made me really feel like maybe something in his life is going on. <laughs> he subjects Stephanie himself to bad music. Up. I don't know. That song was terrible. Uh, yeah, I'm not. And she had, and she had on these glasses with no frames, looking like she somebody was on Twitter. Like desk. she left her contacts backstage. Listen, That's trash. As someone that wears glasses, when you want to look glamorous, you just put them in your bra or you put them like in the back of your pants so nobody can see. Mm-hmm. And then you do what you have to do to look like a human being, and then you put your glasses back on after. <laughs> Tell the children. I don't really know about that struggle. All I know is Havana is a struggle. And I'm not a big fan. I didn't know what she was talking about because we did have the TV on mute. All I saw was those specs. Um, Alessia Cara, circling back. Alessia Cara is the girl who sings here. You don't know what song that is. That's fine. She can really sing. She was in the bathroom screaming back and forth with JoJo. I know you saw that. That's the only way that I know that she is a human being on planet Earth is because JoJo gave her a bone. I have no idea who she is otherwise. I told the Twitter sphere long ago that SZA, Khalid, none of them new people that everybody seemed to like a little bit was winning over Alessia. I knew she was going to win. And and the thing is, is that's not even her song. Is Alessia famous? I'm not sure what that means anymore. Like, do people know, like, do teenagers listen to her? Like, how does she win Best New Artist? Somebody has to listen to her. It's just mm-hmm. not us. Oh, but her, the song Here is a good song. But when nothing else on that EP sounded like Here, I canceled her. Because oh. I didn't, I don't like when artists do something urban and then you find out that they really only sing in people, like, white people music. Mm. Like, I don't know like, how to explain it. Speaking of white people music, Khalid is awful, right? <laughs> I don't understand the shape of his body. Like this, like uh, night, that's night, another night, song night, that Alessia Carr is on. Well, let's go. Uh, <laughs> my name is Kylie, <laughs> and this is how I see her. Uh, <laughs> shut up. My ears hurt. This is why I said about Kylie, and this is why I need to be on somebody's team. This little boy needs to call up Darius Wrecker <laughs> from Hootie and the Blowfish and say, Darius. How can I be on your level? How can I be like you? And Darius, the guy's going to turn around and say, young man, I see the talent. I see the diamond in the rough. Let go of the accent and let go of the And you can be famous. Be my my mentee and slide him under my tutelage and you have a career forever. I think Kali, Kali, however you say it, could be great. If he just sang normally i feel like if he sang normally it would be great and i think that the music he makes isn't bad it's it's i think it's pop it's, it's good pop music i listen to the album it's a decent it's album i just pop don't care music. it's just that it feels like he's putting on and trying to be something and it's like you don't have to try to be anything when you're talented and i think that he has actual talent but he just doesn't know how to channel it yet. maybe because he's young i don't know but that box got a Either get cut evenly or go. I don't we like that. We have to ever talk about these fashions, and we have to let go of this accent because you're talented, little Khalid. Please call Darius Rucker. <laughs> he is amazing. He is Khalid. a legend. He is. He has done so much for black music, expanding what black music can be. Please call Darius Rucker. He's also on the board of that new black music museum in Nashville, so that might get you a little cute little, you right. know, An level exhibit. or something. So <clears throat> please call him, Khalid. My oh. mom is randomly a Hootie and the Blowfish fan. Because Deneen is bomb. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, 
Darius Rucker is another person we don't talk about enough about somebody that was trying to bring ancestral black American music uh-huh. back home to our people, but not going to go there. We're talking about the Grammys. Yeah. You brought up SZA. We should probably finish with Scissors. Oh my God, I hate you. I love SZA. I knew that ass wasn't going to win. It's fine. Really? They India, I read her. She was nominated for five categories and left out with a performance. You didn't think she was going to win anything? I knew she wasn't going to win. Really? I wanted her to win. I thought he was going to give her Best New Artist. I swore. Because everybody I did, I was knew on she her heels last year. But Alessia Carr was in that. And like those features that Alessia Carr has been on for the past two years have all been hits. Uh, and they always are featured like some random big DJ or she's on that song about suicide with Kali and Logic. And of course they perform that because they perform that everywhere they go. Oh my God. Sidebar, I'm really into Logic's little Nazi look. It's yeah, cute. I like it. It's a real American ex, but like not I in a threatening it. way. Yeah, I like it. He's, and I he's from Greenbelt. I think he's a cute little boy. Yeah, I, I love that he's it. like quietly black. His skin is getting better. He is. He from up the street. <laughs> I mean, Greenboat is far to me, but whatever. Back to Scissors. Right. Okay, so her performance was good. I her don't know what those jeans was doing. Grandma. Her mom and her grandmother looked bomb. I love old black she women. She looked beautiful. She did. Scissors looked really good. I'm so sad about that wig lift thing. That they, mm-hmm. I hope that that was Photoshopped. Because her hair always looked good to me. Uh-oh. Discourse. <laughs> no, you, you, were, you were dragging Scissors wigs for at least the first... Four when she dyed her, her hair orange and oh. it looked like how you have a weave that's damaged. That was annoying to me. Whenever her hair is like a healthy chocolate, I'm into it. Yeah, her hair would be looking good to me and I'm still mad that I had reached out to her like five years ago on Tumblr before she not anybody knew who she was and I said, girl, who was your vendor? She and she refused <laughs> to answer. And then I saw her at like, she did a, she did a, this is way before TDE. This is when C Scissor Run had first came out Ooh. and I saw her at a show and I asked her in her face where she got her bundles <laughs> from and she looked at me like I was crazy because they want people to think that that's her hair let her live black girls we have to share our resources this is the only way we can succeed as a race is if we share our hair vendors <laughs> so SZA ah. this somehow gets to you sis I've been asking you for decades Please share your vendor. I would like to support a black business. I'm sick of you, and I want off this podcast. And I'm glad she did Broken Clocks, because I really love that song. It's a good song, and she performed well. Let me tell you, you know why she performed well? She started off the first the first verse in that accent. She, she let that accent go and t- got into her brandy mode, which is the mode I love when she's in. And Mama was singing. She was singing. Sister don't be singing, and that's why I had to leave my post as the founder of her stand club. Oh, my God. Because SZA is another person who's so talented so when she gets in that brandy pocket she's unstoppable i really like her voice i think that i With love without the actually accent. the accent only doesn't bother me because i think it's funny <laughs> with her it makes me you laugh. laugh at her not with her but i understand where it comes from because a lot of her influences and we probably talked about this before we be talking about sister too much a lot of her influences because we want the best for her because we both love her no yeah because her music is good I think that her album was deserving of a Grammy but I knew she wasn't going to get one and I was tired listeners, of everybody talking about I don't about, agree with that oh shit come on listeners I don't agree with that I'm just saying you know you know I deeply love her but yes. I just feel like she will never be able to top ceases and run the supermodel song got nominated that category it should have won that's all that I think. Who else was in that category? Bruno won that category. Oh, well, duh, of course. <laughs> that, but, I mean, Bruno won everything. So, I, would, I wouldn't I would have been true. mad if she won that. Oh. I knew she wasn't going to win Best Artist because it's always a random, nondescript girl that comes along and snatches that Grammy. 
Well, we all know people that went Best New Artist, you never hear from them again afterwards. So maybe it's a good thing. That Didn't Alicia Keys win Best New Artist? I could never hear from her again. We haven't heard from her again since the album Fear Flying or whatever. That was Maya. Same thing. I know it's not the same <laughs> not thing. Not the same thing because Maya got cut. Because Maya is the queen and Maya <laughs> gave y'all a hit single last year and none of y'all care because all y'all are going straight to heaven. <laughs> With gasoline draws on. Because Maya, every Valentine's Day, will give you four or five smooth will Jones do. songs. I'll be do. into it. She make good music still. I don't care what nobody's saying. Um, but no, well, what was that song she had? It was the one. The one where she had that song um, that Drake wrote. Oh, Unthinkable. Unthink- that was the last time we heard from Alicia Keys. She has two albums since then. No, she don't. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> Listeners, can y'all name these two albums? This, the album after Unthinkable was the exactly. one with, it's got that I don't. It don't matter if I know the name of it. It's Alicia Keys. I stopped liking her when she fell. I kept on falling too. <laughs> That's why she can't sing no more because she was screaming that song too much. Yeah. Performing it everywhere. And she's trying to be woke. I'm sorry. Woke music will never progress you. Everybody. She actually looked good last night though. Oh, she those... looked beautiful. Yeah, she did. First she of all, good. Alicia Keys' body is top 10. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She like, don't play. She got top 10 body. Yeah. And her skin always looks great, makeup or not. She was always wearing makeup. I wish that that lie would die. She She's never glossier. And it's on her eyelids. There's a gloss on that lip. Like her nose is contoured. Like it's not. <laughs> she was never barefaced. The keys. <laughs> Sorry, the the Miss, Mrs. Beats. <laughs> Let's go to the studio and mix the beats. <laughs> <laughs> We need to wrap up Grammys. We, we, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap for you, boy. I don't know who half the people was performing, so. <laughs> that's that's every year. Oh, and Pink looked great. Oh, Pink looked good. My white trash queen. Love her. She kind of stepped back into black pink from a look perspective. That hair was a black mom hair. Was. Yeah. But that's, our, that's the hair she had when she was black. That's true. We miss black pink. And I like that she was standing on her feet for a change performing because I was tired of her flying <laughs> through the air wet. <laughs> In silk, like just doing all these circus tricks. I love that she can do that, but I don't need to see it at every performance. No, we don't. So she was standing, you know, upright in the Lord, and I was into it. Terrible song, great performance. She sounded bomb. She sounded amazing. Never heard that song before in my life. Never want to hear it again. Perf. Love you, Pink. Speaking of um, white artists that we love when they're black, let's go into the vent session. Oh, because Justin Timberlake. It's vent session time, y'all. Please keep... Justin Timberlake in your thoughts and prayers, America. Like, ever since he did Janet Dirty, his life has just gone into a tailspin of destruction. I do not agree with that. I think that it's very strange that people are still on that. Like, it seemed like people forgot about that when Future Sex Love Sounds came out. And now we remember no, it again. No, that happened after Future Sex Love No, but there were singles on Future Sex Love Sounds that happened after that, and he was still popping for it. And then he had that whole resurgence with 2020. That even was a resurgence to you? Oh, well, I'm the only person who liked both parts of the album, but most people really did like the suit and tie section of it. Which I just hate suit and tie. Style. Every other song on that album was I only like one song on the suit and tie whole ever, and that was the get off the wall, and I'd be bopping and hitting Come my on, Rihanna. don't hold the wall. I'm going to dance like Rihanna forever. <laughs> I'm going to learn that guada guada wherever, whatever. She was like, yeah, Whatever yeah, 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 was yeah. saying on Twitter that she was doing. I'm about to be doing it all the time. I'm sending everybody and that I love that gif of her scrunching that face up. So just expect one if you need to because I need it. It was great. I don't have too many bad things to say about Justin Timberlake. I just know that people are confused about this era because he came out 
making it seem like he was Bubba Sparks. and Which I would have been fine with. But people misconstrued it because they thought he was trying to do like this, I'm from Tennessee and I'm a white man now. Shit. When it's when like... he been a white man this whole time? He's been a white man this whole time. He just got production by black people that is fine to us. And he's never said, like, well, my one friend, Jordan Page... Um, He's another one that DJ uplifts Barry the R&B community, too. Wait, Jordan did call out that one time he was on 106 in Park with NSYNC when they had premiered Gone, and he said he preferred black girls, which was so whack for him to say. But outside of that, Justin always stayed in his lane of I whiteness. think so, too. He's always stayed in his lane of whiteness, and he's always said he loves R&B music. And when, I, when all this stuff happened on Twitter, I had posted the video of when Justin, JC... Ryan Gosling <laughs> and the little known black guy on Mickey Mouse Club, Dale, yeah. were singing Jodeci. Jodeci. And people were like, oh my God, I've never seen this before. And I was like, see, that's what I mean. Everyone is so quick to say that Justin used black people to get famous. Like, that, that doesn't make any Justin, sense. First of all, Justin has been singing R&B since forever. The beginning began. literally began. like nine or ten years old yes. on that show singing that. Secondly, Justin Timberlake, when Instinct first came out, they were they did not get famous on the backs of black people. No. Not at all. Justin is very much like Bruno. That's why the Bruno argument doesn't make sense because Justin and Bruno got famous on the backs of Trump's America. That (laughs) is who made Justin Timberlake and Bruno Mars famous. Then they leaned into the music they actually listened to because they both actually only listened to R&B music. Right. And so when they finally got to sing the music they wanted to sing, then that's when black people started coming into the fold. Because growing up, I don't remember no black girls being into instinct like that. It was some, but... Maybe because I'm like just a few years younger, there was black girls who did like instinct like in middle school. No, I'm saying not that they didn't, but it wasn't like how black people started liking Justin when he made Justify. No, that's true. It was a different... Senorita was being played on black radio as what? if Justin was light-skinned. John B to the bullshit. <laughs> Remy Shane. Hello, take the message. <laughs> message taken. I, I think it's weird that people just be so mad about nothing because... Bruno and Justin not doing nothing to hurt nobody from a music perspective. Not. Well, okay. <laughs> and people are acting like Bruno just got famous. Just because he just started making music that touches you in a soft place doesn't mean that he haven't been out. Because I feel like Gorilla was a really, really big song for him. What's Gorilla? Hated it. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. But he was famous for it. He performed it at one of these award shows and got like a rave review. I knew who he was before the Super Bowl. Like I said, Justin Timberlake ain't doing nothing wrong. Those first two songs are popping to me. I like Filthy a lot. That video is everything. I'm into this whole ex machina vibe that he's doing with the theme of his videos. The second one kind of beat us over the head with a little bit of message that don't even match the song. But I still am here for the visuals. Black Mirror me. So this is how I feel. And this is why I said Justin is spiraling. Because I think I might have said this to you or the group chat. But I feel like Justin doesn't know how to be... to make to make music for being almost forty years old, I think he's still trying to figure out how who he is in music, and that's why twenty twenty was a little shaky, and why the messaging from Man in the Woods is so off. Because when you watch the clip, it's very. I think he's going to start singing country, which I would love to hear Justin do a country album. I would like, be fine with that. I think his voice sounds so beautiful doing like some old like country and blues music because that's where he's from. Like. He is from that that world, you know? Yes. Um, 
And so then for him to come out with future loves, future sex love sounds type music, it was just weird messaging. I do like Filthy. I do like that other song. The videos, I could kind of do without. But the songs themselves, I'm sorry, when they come on, sorry, Black Twitter, I will be hitting the biography. Filthy is a bop. The, I will be doing the guara guara. <laughs> You're not going to do that to every song that yes, come on. Yes, I will. That See? little robot in the Filthy video was Don Singer. Mm-hmm. Like, hit the counts. Justin is very good with a uh, fast, fast, smooth. Mm-hmm. I love that type of choreography, and mm-hmm. don't nobody really do that no more except for him. I get into it. I'm tired of everybody dancing all hard, trying to catch every single beat in the song. I hate it's that. not giving that. This is not a competition. I hate that. I'm over it. Who but, else you want to fire up? We be lighting niggas up on this show. Oh my god! But it's all because we love them. There's nobody right. that we put in our vent session that we don't actually love, that we aren't fans of, that we don't support with our dollars and our. Because I buy purses. Justin's music. Will and I love Because let me tell you something. If Man in the Woods is an actually good album, it turns out to be good. I think it comes out. I think it comes out February second or something. It's definitely next month. If yeah. it comes out and it's good. I'm going to that tour because my my 21st birthday, I went to go see the Future Sex Love Sounds tour and I was crying at like the production, the dancing, he sounded good. Like Justin gives on a show. show. He puts on a show. I went to the 2020 Experience show and it was everything. See? I will be wearing a Janet Jackson shirt though. Oh, stand up for you, girl. Stand up. I'm into it. Because my thing is like, and I don't like how he went on the show and was like, we talked about it. We're good. Y'all oh, when he was on, he did that big interview. We did the Zane Lowe. Zane Lowe. And I was like, y'all ain't talk. I didn't y'all, watch it because I didn't want to get mad. Y'all are not good. I, didn't, I, read, I watched that one clip and then I read the, you know me, I'm good for a transcription. So I read the transcription. Because <laughs> I need to read between the lines. Um, And he was making it like, everything's cool. Everything's not cool. I think that he still never publicly apologized. And that's what he should do. But at this point, it's 10 years Later, Janet is back on the scene looking better than ever. Yeah. She's, she's going... And touring. Yeah, Janet is going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than Justin ever will in his life, so it's fine. She already has. Right, so let the lessers live. Lesser being Justin, <laughs> even though, again, if the album is fire, I will be purchasing and going to the tour. But, I think know. that he's going to do well. Um, I just don't think that it's that serious for any of us to be talking about it as much as we are. The thing is, the people that... Talk about stuff on Twitter. Don't really care in real life. No, that's true. They don't so, buy music. They, they don't, don't even like music. really become fans of anybody for real. They Except like about one Beyonce, person. And they so watch this, that's all they like. Oh, and like Nikki. Oh, Nikki got stands and they annoying. Well, I I don't I stay away from the Nikki Twitter. The Barb's. They infiltrate like they search her name so they come to you. <laughs> the Barb's are pressed. One time, speaking of searching names, I said something nice about Khalees. And one of her stands crawled up out of the woodworks and was just like, don't be talking about my bitch. And I was just like, all she's I said was she's sister. fine. You would never bash I Khalees. have nothing bad to say about Khalees. I like the food truck food. Her house is bomb. She's selling that house and she moved, she's buying all this land and they're moving out to the country. Oh, wow. So she can grow her own food and everything. She's taking it back to the black roots. Look at Khalees being just... Now, y'all want to talk about being black. That's black Khalees growing your black. own food, eating off the land. That's a real black woman. She be right on there. Instagram cutting her, her own bobs. Yep. I like it. Her husband is fine too, so. Oh, I, I haven't seen him. Oh, you didn't see him at Soquarius? He was standing right on stage. 
I was too busy looking at her sparkly suit. She looks so and, good. And so the fact that her body was like, what? Yeah. Like, how do you look like that still? Yeah, her husband was holding the baby. Wow. And they look exactly alike. I completely missed that because Milkshake came on. Well, yeah, he's he's like racially ambiguous, and the kid is so cute. The, the Nas kid is cute. All oh, the yeah. kids and him were standing on the stage. I mean, but look at Khalees. You knew that she was going to make bomb offspring. Yeah, because legend. Statement. Like. Star. <laughs> her jeans are platinum. <laughs> Not ribbed in gold. They are, and she definitely only procreates with the beautiful, so. Because <laughs> Nas. Because Nas and because new husband. <laughs> Hashtag. Fine. He kind of looks like he kind of looks like Elliot Isaac or Isaac Elliot, the guy that's in Star Wars, and he was in Inside Lewin Davis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. kind of looks like him, but more hot. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I actually cute. see that for Khalid. He's really cute. Um, who else on the docket? Oh, it's so sad that we have to do this, but Kalella. Here you go. I'm gonna let you just because <laughs> you've been going off on her since Q4 of last year. <laughs> and it hurts me to do it because you know how much I love Kalella. Yes. I love-, I love her too. I just, I don't pay attention to the shenanigans like you do. Well, I don't follow her on Instagram because when you know when you love people deeply, celebrities, and even some people you know in real life, you can't follow them on social media because their antics are just a little too crazy. So I don't follow her on social media but our dear friend Trevor, hey Trevor, <laughs> sent an Instagram post that she put up of a show that she was doing in New Zealand, wherein she asked, quote, white allies, if they're really down for allyship, to purchase tickets for the brown people so that they can come to her show. It was the most. People loved it. A lot of y'all who I know double tapped on that photo and not gonna lie, I kind of looked at you sideways because there's a couple things that are wrong with that. First of all, if you are so pressed to have black and brown people at your show, there are a plethora of ways to make that happen. There is a large native community in New Zealand. She could have easily done a free show. Yep, that's what I was thinking. In their community. That's the, that's the easy thing. Like, she didn't have an easy free Just show. Just pop up on people. Exactly. She could have done a pop-up. She could have set aside a certain amount of tickets for black and brown people in New Zealand for at that venue. She could have bought up a certain amount of tickets for that venue. And then furthermore, I don't like this whole thing of making it as if black and brown people can't afford to come to your show. Black people... Brown people, regardless of their financial status, will find money to do what they want to do. And that should be evident because people don't pay their light bills so that they could go see Beyonce. Exactly. If we like your music, we're going to pay for it. And Kalela also is not the type of artist to charge an arm and a leg, a tooth and an eyeball for <laughs> concert tickets. You got a $40 venue, like, I could pay that, that's fine. Right. So to make it as if, you know... People can't afford, and that's why they don't come. Not you're, It's like you're trying to be revolutionary, but you're also kind of shading the people that you think that you're helping. Right. And I don't, and a, and a lot of people do that. Like, it when they're trying to be allies, they make it as if black and brown people are a charity need. case. Yes. or need, Exactly, a charity case or in need, and that's not what it is. It's like black people, native people, people of color, let's just say that, again, will find the means to do what they want to do. 
You know what I'm saying? And then just furthermore, it's like, not even to, a, to, and is this, does she think that's reparations? Like, a concert where the music is about hooking up with boys that are trash and breaking up with boys is not revolutionary. It's not going to change anyone's life. It's not going to advance the Native people in this very racist constructed life they're living in New Zealand. It's literally a concert about boys. That was the part, that was the biggest disconnect because she'd been trying to be so wokeity woke this whole run and none of the songs have anything to do with that on this album. The topics are five, but they are not pro-black at all. Well, in her favorite interview, she said that she was like, I almost scrapped the album because I realized I didn't have a pro-black song on the album. And it's like, hello, we don't need that from you. My thing is this. How often are people listening to songs that are like that? People want to find people want to find music that they can they can relate to and they want to enjoy on a regular basis. I love a good like this is my Negro spiritual moment, but I'm only gonna listen to it once. Right. So if you want longevity in your career, you can't have an album full of white people ain't shit, even though they produce all my music and write all my shit. That doesn't make any sense. You're contradicting yourself, and I just want all of that to stop. I want everybody to stop trying to force wokeness and unapologetically black and all of that down my throat like i actually come from a really black family i've been proud to be black my entire life i never had an issue or needed help with that and i think that that's what's the problem with some of these artists and writers and new people coming out these public figures that got swipe ups on their instagram and shit they (laughs) are just now tapping into being black themselves and it's annoying to people who've been black their whole life because i never had an issue Black Boy Joy, all of that stuff. Like, I never needed those hashtags because, again, it's been five being black. But, okay, but for some people, they do need it, and I'm not going to discount that. But what I am saying is there are ways to get your message across and get your point across without involving white people, without um, guilting white people into doing things. Like, why are you, like, she literally is, like, guilting white people say, if you're an ally, you would buy a ticket for a native, a Maorian, or whoever. I think that's... That doesn't make and any that, sense that's to not, me. That's not a revolution. That's not shaking the table. That's not anything. That's really patronizing people of color. And it's belittling people of color. So, Kalela, please, girl, just keep the blue light on. It- <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn it off. Keep the blue light on. Well, I have something to say about someone that we love, and it pains me to still be finding one or two things that go wrong with her. Tinashe came out with a new song, new video. She actually made a boss move, went to MTV, and dropped off three videos and was like, here. So I'm waiting to see the next two, but the first one is reverberating in the sound system of my life forever and ever, amen. I love no drama. The video made me like the song even more, but the video also made me realize that Tinashe is a Bama like shit, and it's just, it's something that needs to be changed because she's not going to be as famous as we want her to be until white people realize that she looks like a star. That's really it. I don't need white people to do nothing but be like, oh, she looks nice, and then black people will be like, yep. And that's irritating that it well, works like that. Well, black people be trying to pay Tanashi does, and I don't. Black people it. don't pay attention to Tanashi at all, but it's because of <laughs> things like this. That fucking wig in the no drama video. Both wigs were piss poor decisions, and I want to talk to whoever is styling her. It's Pike really, or talk to. really, we could talk first, <laughs> but I'm still going to steal off on them because I can't deal with the wigness. It was, 
It looked like she was going to church from the neck up and then to the club from the shoulder down, catching all the beats, dancing her ass off, singing like shit into all of it. The video visual was fine. The hair. What was the hair? I mean, I don't like the fashions either, but... I mean, I don't expect too much from her in that regard. <sighs> I just... I was okay with her wearing the now famously made famous by Monica Blazer <laughs> <laughs> with the broad shoulder, the pointy Hashtag sparkles. I was made into famous that. by Mo. <laughs> right, look, Murder Mo, a style star. Gunica. Gunica. <laughs> she got so many names. Look, the industry's prayer partner. <laughs> That's a real name. Look, she probably called Beyonce mother this morning. Hey, Tina. You know she did. That's how she's friends with Beyonce, through, through Tina. Tina, exactly. <laughs> All right, Celeste. Because Beyonce don't got no friends except for Blue, so. Right. Did, wait, circling back to the Grammys, Blue got Jay-Z and Beyonce together <laughs> several times before the show was over with. When they was clapping for Camilla's little acceptance speech or whatever she was saying with them damn specs on. Yeah, we don't know what was being said. We was listening to something else. But Blue politely called calmed her mom down. She was like, that girl is not black. You do not be clapping for her. And she was like, calm it down. She wouldn't talk to Alicia Keys. It was so many moments. It was clutching her purse. Blue was an icon. Like she think Alicia Keys still. Oh my God. (laughs) She was like, I know Alicia Keys still. (laughs) Back to Nashi's wig. Right. Take it off. Like, uh, I just, uh, I don't want to be that guy who like, just can't be, you know, okay but she knows she wrong for that fucking wig. Part of Tanache's disappointment to me is always going to be something that's got to do with her aesthetic. She dances like shit. It is borderline sexy cheerleader sometimes, but she still dances better than everybody. So I'm fine with it. But on the same token, I like Tanache the best when she do everything herself. When she trap herself in the fucking closet of her room, put those pads on the wall and just be going off. Songs like Wrong come about and I be in there bopping. When she do her own hair on Instagram and just takes a cute selfie, I be like, this girl is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, go off Nache. She get in a video where it's a full team around her and she put on that um, Albertina wig looking like she about to go sermon somebody. Girl! <laughs> I'm, I don't want to be at odds with Tanache because I really do love her. We her stand. music is bomb. I've been a fan since the Ryan Hemsworth remix of Boss. Listen here. Look. Music. <laughs> music. When she started screaming, fuck you. Music. <laughs> who, do you know who the fuck I am? Music. I was like, who the fuck is this girl? I want to know. I, and I found out. <laughs> but now that I do know, I'm calling the wig company. Like... <laughs> Vivica Fox line. Ooh, that's what it looked like. And that's a problem for me. You should never be associated with Vivica A. Fox. Wait a minute now. From a wig perspective? Okay. Right. Okay, because we love the Fox now. I love the Fox. She is everybody's auntie. The Fox deserves. That's how I'm going to look. I'm going to have her aesthetic when I'm old. You're going to have a better wig, though. Oh, well. Right. But I'm going to wear them kind of outfits. <laughs> and I'm getting my face yak tight, just like hers. <laughs> the Fox look good. I love that you're, like, planning old age. I can't wait. Come I'm, on, retire, man. I'm going to look like Vivica Fox and Lisa Ray. Are we kidding? <laughs> you going to wear white all the time? Will. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Ray is obnoxious. <laughs> she thought that she was the princess of Turks and Caicos. Was Look. for a time period. <laughs> Lisa Ray is legendary though. Is. Wow. <laughs> and still pretty. And still pretty. But crazy as hell for wearing white all the time. I 
love it. It's never dirty. The thing is, it's an aesthetic, and that is what we need from Tanashi for her to find an aesthetic that is special and specific to her. Come through with a theme. My whole thing is this. Alele May was styling her for a brief period of time. Why didn't you just steal her give? Anything that Alele wears makes me feel like Tanache should wear it. But Tanache don't carry it the same way because she don't have the same kind of like aura. You know what That's I'm saying? That's true. She's so a- when she was in the Alele, out- Alele outfits, it was looking like the outfit was wearing her and not her wearing the outfit. It's not that hard to dress. It's not. And it's not that hard to make people listen to you, music-wise. So I don't, I really don't get it. You disagree? I think in the climate we're in, it is hard to make people listen to your music. Because she gave Night Ride, and Night Ride is better than... Everything. If we're talking about albums that came out in 2016, it definitely was better than everything in the Grammys category for... It definitely is better than 25. To me, it's better than Lemonade. It's better than <laughs> every... You've been dragging Adele and Beyonce since the beginning of time. I'm not dragging them, but I just don't think those albums shook the table. That's you love all. the table shaker. Where's K. Michelle? Love so, her. And she had puffing pedals. But <laughs> finally, like, Night Ride, everyone, if you've never... Let me tell you, on Twitter, I, I have this thread or this moment or whatever. You love I, a thread. Where I talk about Tanashi, and people were really trying to, in my mentions, telling me that I was making up stuff, that I was being a crazy stan, blah, blah, blah. And then one person who actually was like, let me not be biased, let me not be inflammatory, and I'm actually going to listen to Tanashi's Night Ride album. And the girl actually hit me up on Twitter. She said, yo, you're right. This album is so good, and I'm going to add it to my DJ sets. It's not a bad album. I think, again, people just want to be mad. Mm -hmm. Or if it's not on the radio, they just want to discredit it as if it's no other good music out. Who even listens to the radio? You get in your car and you plug your phone up. Mm-hmm. You get on the bus and you have headphones on. You're mm-hmm. not listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. So why are you letting that dictate what you think is good? Because it's popular. When has popular shit ever been the most fire thing to do? Ever? Well, it was. Up until like 2007, 2008. The radio and popular it depend on what It depends on what city you was in. Because music overall was just in a better place popularity wise like the mm-hmm. stuff that was out that was popular we all liked but now everything sound the same everybody talking about the same shit mm-hmm. and as soon as somebody comes with something different that's worth listening to because it's not it's a whole like wave to the way that radio is played my dad was telling me about it the other day if your songs don't match a certain beat cadence mm-hmm. they just not playing you because you're not mm-hmm. in the algorithm or the formula for that specific radio station mm-hmm. so if you don't fall into it's almost as irritating as the instagram algorithm because mm-hmm. now the stuff is not in chronological order it's really an algorithm to everything. So if you post a picture and it's slightly different from one that you posted before and in the first 15 minutes or so that it's up, it's not getting that same traction, they deem it as a less likable picture. Mm-hmm. And then they don't boost it out to all of your followers so you get less likes. Right. Turn up for the tech talk real quick, but it's the same thing with radio and it's mm-hmm. irritating because it's really good stuff, really good Instagram pictures, really good songs mm-hmm. that the people are not hearing or seeing because... Someone else is trying to dictate what we think is good. And I'm, I've had enough. Time's up. Like I said, <laughs> time is up. I'm adding a new meaning to the word. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Tanashi, take that wig off. I can't wait for these next two singles. I didn't really need Offset on the song, but I get it. He's popular. People like him. He's problematic. He's causing controversy. 
Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think Tanashi is great. Tanashi deserves, and she's so much bigger than this wig. So she will overcome. <laughs> much like black people and Martin Luther King, Tanashi will overcome because she's talented. Her music is amazing. She dances. She's great. We love her. We love her. And if you really want to do your your Googles and your research, listen to the Reverie EP. Listen to In Case We Die. Listen to Amethyst. Mm. Ooh, because Looking For mm. and Wrong mm. Songs. Mm. What she Black Water. Black Water. Look, I got unreleased Tinashe music because In the Meantime deserves. Oh, I don't know that song. In the Meantime is the same song as Wonderful by Weekend and Travis Scott. It was during the time that she was working specifically with Travis, but he ended mm. up taking the beat for himself and putting it out with the I weekend. don't like people do that, but it's the But game. shout out to Trap Cry because he made a mix and SoundCloud took that shit off because he got too many likes where it was the songs mashed up together, mm. everything. If I can find it, I'll post it in the in the um the playlist that we attached to this episode. If you oh, yeah, by the way, y'all, we do have playlists for each episode, so we're not just yelling music at y'all. Y'all, y'all need to write it down. Y'all can listen to all the songs we're talking about. Right, you don't have to take playlist. notes. It'll be in the info. <laughs> we going off on anybody else? I like lighting people up at this point. No, because the, song, the show's called The Sight, so I think um, after we come back from a music a quick break, break, a quick little break, we can go into sightseeing. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm not what you're looking for, huh? Think I'm just another nigga running gang, uh? Said you had your heart broken more than once before, uh? So you ain't got no time for playing, yeah, I know But I ain't got nobody, and you ain't got nobody And you say you're over and done with love, but You just need someone, yeah I'm gonna find a way into your heart Everybody needs someone to love. Oh yeah. Everybody needs someone. I just wanna be all. You just need someone. Yeah. Might not be today. I'm gonna find my way into your heart. Slicing. R.B. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not done slicing Tinashe, but I mean, I mean, we we can keep. I mean, we can keep going. <laughs> so outside of the wig debacle, I think that I already named plenty of research topics <laughs> as far as her discography is concerned. What, like, what's your favorite Tinashe song? Ooh, That's not an easy question. It's not. Because I love so many Tanashi songs. So wait, not song. Don't do song. Because we'll be here all day. Do project. Like what's My the... favorite Tanashi project is Night Ride. Okay. We stand for Night Ride. Dude. Why, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't we? Uh, I mean, like, when you think about songs like Space Time. Oh, my God. Uh, Touch Pass. Um. Uh. You don't know me like you think you do. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Oh is my God. Uh. Company. I like her, t- her taking party favors. Her doing party favors and taking Young Thug off. Uh huh. You know I did like the Young Thug version. I love that she let herself rock that song because she didn't really need him when you hear it without him. I think the audience usually knows when rappers are attached to singles just because. Mm-hmm. Because they're popping and they want to get the singer some shine. Yep. Sometimes it's annoying. I hate when they do that. Yeah. you can feel the inauthenticity. But yeah, Sunburn, Say La Vie. Um, it's Slappers. You can stay tonight. Like, I don't skip any single song on Night it's Ride. Slappers, Night Ride man. is amazing. And like, when... Uh, around the time the album came out, that's when I was in LA for um, Camp Flognaw, uh-huh. and I was house sitting in a very gorgeous apartment. And like, <laughs> when I tell you, I played that album like full back to back and gave full Alvin Ailey performances, <laughs> dancing in Harlem, and like you know, sitting in not Philadelphia. Yes, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Joan Myers Brown. Look. Look her up, Google Black History Month. Um, and or like just sit, being in LA and sitting literally in the sun listening to the Night Ride album. It was just um, like that album is just so good. And I never thought I could love anything more than I loved Aquarius. Oh, so I can't even pick just one because there's moments on every project that she's come out with where I've just been like, ooh, clocking in right here. Like if I could just bottle all of those, shake them up and make one project, I would (laughs) just splash it out so everybody could hear it because the Black Water EP, Amethyst EP, Amethyst EP has a song called Wrong. I already shouted this song out, but it samples the same song as Kicking Back by Miller J. It's an old... It's oh, not yeah. Endless Summer. Yeah, it, 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 it is. It is Endless Summer. It's the same song that Sunday used for Summertime. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love a nostalgic sample like that. <laughs> I know I went off on Mfume last show. You did. Because it's just oversaturated. You're so sick of Juicy but Fruit. But the more... Uh, Juicy Fruit can go away. I'm fine with it. It'll be like... I don't... I don't know... Artists, listen here. I don't need mm-hmm. anybody else to sample... Big as it was all a dream sample came from Mfume's Juicy Fruit. We get it. <laughs> the end He's there bad. are other songs it's yeah. so many other songs that you can sample just like I hate when artists have the same song titles that's so stupid it's so many words what you mean like there's a bajillion songs called stay there's oh. a bajillion songs called I love you well I have a theory about that that songs that had the same name had the same vibrational uh, pull and they're usually really good songs like I love a ton of songs that call you and I. It's so many songs called you and I that I love. Um, Emily King's you and I. And then there's also, um, Gaga's you and I. There's also Stevie Wonder you and I. Hello. There is Local Natives you and I. You and I has a five like catalog attached to it. 
I don't have an example like that. Oh, okay. So that's why I'll be over it. Or, or Skin by Sade and Skin, Skin by, by Rihanna. Rihanna. Skin by Rihanna is at the top of my um, Songs <laughs> I'll Eat You Out to playlist. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, start it off right. See, I know Skin by Rihanna. If you don't, you have to know Skin by Rihanna. Everywhere that I, you know, people do not listen to full Rihanna albums. Oh, yeah, because she was still technically a singles girl back then. Right. Meanwhile, Even though she was dropping albums every November on November 1st. <laughs> Thanksgiving was her time. Was. <laughs> like, was. since Music from the Sun through Unapologetic. That was the first break that she took. Just the detour since she brought up Unapologetic. It's so funny to me that Rihanna named her album Unapologetic and none of the natural hair community cares. <laughs> but then, like, three months later, it became their favorite word and they still never listened to that album. It's crazy. How do you not listen to an album that has numb and jump on it? I mean... They people don't, are stupid. People don't listen to good music. People are disappointing I mean, are and not that Mother smart. Mary... Huh, when uh, she opened up the diamonds to Mother tragedy, Mary? Tragedy. Oh, my God. I'm stressed. What now? Uh... When she I was kirking off in the video, like, schizophrenic, like, gah, 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 like. She, when we still see her at Diamond, she started bawling, crying, singing that song. I mean, it means something to she her. She was, like, heaving, crying. Wow. She ain't do that I cried, mind. too. <laughs> I don't know what to do. We always circle back to Rihanna. I said, we gonna size Minute R&B and Nashi. And here we gonna talk about Riri. Sorry. <laughs> We wanted to talk about men in R&B because Jay Holiday tried everybody. Ugh. And we needed to uplift the community to make sure that they knew. Ugh. That whole situation blew me Can to smithereens. Can you explain it to the listeners? So, time's up, first of all. I just want to keep saying that so that you know I'm on board. But, Jay Holiday, conspiracy this theorist ass. off our back. Hello? Look, and, I don't need to be the, seen. And our Twitter mentions clean and safe. They can't take my tax refund. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Holiday got in his car. It's probably still that lack from the um <laughs> the, the, the his album artwork. And he back. was just talking about how he feels some kind of way because black women have been using their pain and their anguish to sell records and win Grammys and get all of these accolades. Nigga, shut the fuck up. That sounds crazy to me. What you want us to do? That, like, what do you want people, music. what do you want anyone that makes a song to do? Channel what you got going on? He basically was going off and saying black men have to get the brunt of it all and it's reasons that they act the way that they act. I hate when niggas try to like misconstrue or like detour nigga shit <laughs> you can't explain and you can explain until you blew in the face how much of an ain't shit nigga you are it don't make it right and you still pissed because you didn't win that grammy and mary j won so now you gonna lie her beyonce cardi b and scissor up because you see that they want to come up as far as award season is concerned that Whack. sounds crazy to me Whack. and i just think that because of that setback that these niggas keep trying to do. We have to continue to uplift what's actually good right. in, in male R&B. Because I actually have friends who be like, oh, I don't listen to male singers at That's all. crazy. And I just be like, but it's so much good music out. But people think <clears throat> it's only like um, the Tiller and the, what's that other little boy, Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez but and there's Jeremiah. So many, and Jeremiah. There's so many other male R&B singers that aren't Singing about foolishness that's not making like fuckboy music. Like, yeah, fuckboy R&B actually needs to be a thing of the past. Does and if not a thing of the and past, rap singing, singing, oh, screaming my face. My God, all these rap singers need to just produce songs for women because that's what they want to do. Yep, Party Next Door is excellent at it. I don't know. I just like 
Who's on your list? Because I could go all day with this. We could go to bat for niggas in R&B. The General. The General. Nobody is seeing Tank. I'm sorry. When We. Are we kidding? When We. That whole album slaps to me. It does. Even with that song with... Is that Candace Boyd or Candace... He does have a song with my girl Candace Boyd. A singer. A singer. I love Tank. Tank can do no wrong. Can't. I love how he came out... I think it was around... Two Grammys ago, when all the award shows were getting so much backlash for just only awarding white people shit, he came out with a five-song EP of basically him singing all the white people songs. And killing <laughs> them. And he did, he did them. Sam Smith's popular song Ooh, at the time. Jesus. The only black reference on the album was um, All of Me by John Legend yep. sang the shit out of and it. And I was like, who's John Legend? Don't do that, because John Legend, well, I like him for several reasons outside of music. Oh but. my God. We're not going to go on that tangent. We love Tank the General. Dude. He's, and then he's also an incredible songwriter. Just if y'all didn't know, you know, the kind of work that he's done, he was definitely in the Missy Timbaland camp for years. He did come over for Aaliyah, which did. was also recorded by Changing Faces. <gasps> So, history. history, please get on that. Um, Barry Hankerson, me and Tank have some things to speak to you about. <laughs> um, you hate that man. Next up, uh, music. Are we kidding? Music gave us a nice album in 2017, a fire album, album in 2016. <laughs> and the people were not listening. Music is back with a vengeance. And singing Dude. Singing better than he's ever sung in his entire career. I feel like music took a break from that hustle, whatever he was doing. I like that era. You know I like that era. I don't know nothing about it, so I can't speak on it. But I think he took a break from <laughs> that. He took off some of that denim that he be wearing. And he went to church because he think that he Daryl Coley. He Duh. be singing. He be running like Tony. Look, be slayed. Uh, right. Please <laughs> say be slayed because he cussed me out on Twitter for calling him... Tone that one time. We be getting the blues on Twitter. Khalees fans be in my mentions. People you getting cussed upset. out by B Slade and blocked by Essence. Like Essence, okay, y'all. <laughs> if anyone that listens Stephanie to won't show, go to Essence Festival with me because they blocked her on Twitter. If anyone in that's in our listening ear has the key to Essence's social media accounts can you please make them unblock me i don't know why essence will block me i love black women i support black women i'm one of the few black women that used to have a, a subscription to essence past like my like i was an adult i was like in my 20s i was paying essence money for subscription i was at a young women's conference in dc when i was like 22 i've been supporting essence only for them hosts to block me i'm sick of it it might be different now that they like completely black owned no. <laughs> we should probably talk about that because that actually is a gag, how they got acquired and who they got acquired by. I know. But um, back to male R&B. <laughs> Music is amazing. Please do not sleep on this man. And also the Grammys nominated him for that 2016 album. As they should. It was deserving. And so for anybody to say the Grammys don't do black artists right, you're wrong when it comes to the R&B category. I'm telling you, you really have they to nominate look. all the albums people not listening to. Solange won a couple Grammys last year. They didn't show her awards get televised on TV at all. But people were happy that she won yeah. because people love Solange. But that's the only time people actually even looked at the R&B category right. because they love Solange. But they didn't realize that, like, Lettucey get nominated every year. PJ Morton got nominated this year. I mean, people that deserve get nominated. Yeah, they do. Just like music in that deserving 2016 album. And honestly, once you get nominated, your stat goes up. So, even though SZA didn't win any of her five categories, the she's bag, always going to be... Risen. Exactly. She's always going to be Grammy nominated now. Yep. Well, yep. there's that. Like, back to male R&B, huh? 
I, it's so many people that we can name. Ro James' album was flawless. Ro James' album, another album in 2016, or t- 2016. It was 2016. That should have been in the best album category at the Grammys. I love everything about that album. The video I for don't Permission. Skip a thing. Don't skip a song. The video for Permission looked like the perfect date night. I was really into it. I just think that he's telling stories that needs to be told. It's like looking at relationships from a different perspective. I love Ro James. Love him. Adidas? Everything. Look. And I was on his line back when it was just Coke, Jack, and Cadillac. Don't get me started. Look, a three-part EP Don't that I put together on my iTunes. That EP was so good. Indiana Jones. Oh, my God. I'm Pledge sorry. Allegiance. Devil's Kiss. There are songs in this Bro man's James repertoire. does not take an L from a music and perspective. And he co-wrote on one of my favorite Miguel songs, who we can tap into next, Use Me. Use Me I is a Miguel and Ro James written. Oh, I'll get into it. You know I love the James. Do. Miguel can't relate, but... Oh, my God. I love Miguel. His album was so good. I didn't listen to the most recent album. Caramelo Duro is a bop. I need, I, I keep... For, honestly, I said I was going to give it a chance because I've never been a Miguel fan because I don't like the way he was acting on Fatty Coo back in, like, 2001. <laughs> you always got some random-ass backstory. Y'all Fatty Coo's y- Chills is forever, though. Oh, Fat, Chills by Fatty Coo is definitely one of the greatest R&B songs of... Of all time. Of all time. <laughs> um, but he was acting too stank and too grandiose on that show for me, so I never really paid Miguel any mind, and I just felt like you aren't that fire even after all this other like you know after his first I guess two albums came out for him to be so stank but I do love Adorn so I gave him allowance for Adorn and even though I don't like artists I'll still listen to that album right I listen to Wild Heart and that really did something to me we're the only two people I who like count that Wild Heart was good Wild Heart but that's because he's working with Jay Davey and we love Jay Davey Jay Davey like he was working with Jay Davey on Kaleidoscope Dream too because the guy from Jay Davey is in the How Many right. Drinks video yes oh Oh. Kim, right there with Kim. Oh. Hashtag, oh. <laughs> well, I didn't know, but I know he was aggressively working with them more so yeah. on Wild Heart than he was before. So. He's excellent at songwriting. Like, I really like his contributions. When I find out that his name is on a credit anywhere, I'm just like, wow. Like, he's so versatile when it comes to that. <clears throat> I don't know. I think he's talented. I just want him to stop that whole hypersexual thing because his vibe comes off like, you know, boys oh, God. that aren't really to say, they're not ready to say that they're gay yet. And so they're hypersexual with women. So you think he's versatile in other ways? No, I'm just saying, I don't like when men do that. When, like, I don't, I'm not saying that Miguel is actually gay, but I don't like when men that are gay are hypersexual with women. To make to combat any thoughts of them being gay, you get what I mean. That's a whole nother and show. And that's kind of how his music feels to me, and that his whole like give is like, oh, I gotta be super sexual, and it's like you don't have to do that. You don't have to do the Prince thing again. You're talented. You don't need a shtick. I think that is need a shtick. Just make these amazing songs, like. Oh my God, GFG and Coffee, The Valley. The Valley is a song. I mean, he makes such. I mean, even though The Valley does kind of creep me out, because again, he just does its whole hypersexual. But thing. that's the theme for that part of the album because I know. it was like an ode to California, right? Even speaking of O's to California, his song like about the destruction of the world and California on the most recent album is so good. War and Leisure is a good album. I really need to listen to it. It's songs on the harem. He got he got my girl Quinn humming and songbirding in the background. <laughs> it's so many good songs on there. I love I love 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 Miguel. I just want him to take them dreads out. Oh God. Well, um, who else do we love? A ton. The Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Even though that album was too long, we're not going to listen to it ever again. We're going to listen to the songs that we like. All right. 12 of them. Christopher Maurice, Beat Em Down Brown. Oh, God. We'll forever <laughs> go down in the history books of 
Legend. The Prince of R&B. I don't care. <laughs> Chris Brown. Come on, the the new bad boy of R&B. He is. The Browns. The Bobby Browns. And Bobby and Chris. <laughs> Bobby Christina. Bobby Chris. Oh, my God. That is creepy. I don't like when we do stuff like that. Oh, my God. Either way, give, us, the al- give us the album called the Bobby Chris. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. It's certain, like, mashups that I don't need to happen. I don't necessarily want this Jay-Z and Beyonce album. I'm going to listen to it, but I don't want it. I would be over it if Chris Brown and Bobby Brown did anything together. I want Bobby Brown to sit down and no, stay down. No, you would live if they if they did one song together. If they if the perfect time would have been Bobby Brown getting on a Fine China remix. <laughs> that Niggas been, love Fine China. Why do everybody love that song? The, I don't like what Chris Brown... The same reason why we love Finesse and all them songs with 24 Karat. It's a vibe. Uh, I guess. I don't like what Chris Brown... like specifically cosplays as Michael Jackson. I don't like any song that sound like a Michael Jackson so song. So you don't like nobody business? I hate Rihanna. nobody's business. I hate that oh song. Oh my God, listeners, we have some dissension. The, the podcast will not be continued. <laughs> that is the only song that I skip on that album. Nobody, I do not like nobody's business. Nobody, he even doing the... I don't like it. I don't like when people do that. with Rihanna and Chris Brown that came out after they broke up on the unapologetic. She let y'all know she did not care. She didn't give a fuck. If y'all think that Chris Brown's a bad person, she still like him. That interview with Oprah came out and she was like, I I, I still love him. I don't care nobody say. Close to you is definitely her. Close to you is about Chris Brown because she cannot. Close to you is her final ode to Chris Brown. It's over with now. I love in your direction. Wow. Hoping that the feeling. You know that she said when when royalty was born, she sent care packages like numerous. Because she's a good person. No, Rihanna's everything. See, we always circle back to Rihanna. This is not even about her. (laughs) Black male R and B. Focus. (laughs) Who just goes off on Rihanna tangents all the time? Us. Xavier Omar is another one that I want to uplift in the name of the Lord. He, he don't a, got a bad song, and he's from Waldorf, even though that's too far for me to travel. <laughs> he has one song that I really like. It's something like, if I was blind, a bl- blind, a man. blind man. Blind man is a bop. I saw him live. He opened up for Little Dragon at the oh, 930 Club. First of all, a evil pairing. I was like, you let people know. better than every Asian American on planet Earth. I don't give a fuck what <laughs> nobody say. I need Napalm <laughs> from Hiatus Coyote, Yukimi from Little Dragon, and Erica Badu to give us an EP where they just screeching at each other. That's all I want. Walking and like you could even have Tweet in the background doing a little <laughs> ringing around the house. I would be all into it. Them motherfuckers be singing. Oh it's my crazy. God. And people don't even know half the names we just said. Don't. They know Erica and Tweet. Some well, people don't know who Tweet is and I'll be ready to fight. Okay. We're not going to go there. Because right. that's going to be upsetting. Look, um, like Xavier I said, Xavier Omar. Omar. <laughs> Xavier Omar, please tap into all of the different EPs he came out with because he's all up and through my Spotify discovery section. Oh. They give you a Xavier Omar promo. I mean, they did. And that's why I was like, who's this little boy? And But I, I never got past The Blind Man because that song is so It's a really good, good song. I never got past it. It was just too good for me to keep going. I put it on repeat. Um, also, Gordon Banks, even though I didn't love that EP, but Keep You In Mind is forever and always a hit. Forever and always. That, even the remix with Chris Brown. That song went number one um, on Urban AC for weeks and months. People have to know what that song is because they old, play it on Old Head Radio that's too. That's what I'm saying. They only they only played that song on, on Old Head Radio. So it didn't get no young shine. No, it didn't. That's true. Which is, again, going back to when you're actually a singer and you're actually singing like you can actually sing they, they put you on urban ac they don't put you on regular urban radio so that's why 
Like literally yesterday when I was in the car with my mom, um, permission came on and only people that really know permission are old heads. Yeah. Cause my dad like permission and he don't like play, male singers. They they play permission every hour on the hour on old head black people radio stations. Permission was a song and it deserved all the flowers. It does. At the end of the Grammys last night, it looked like, right before they announced SZA, it looked like the Soul Train Awards. That's where Permission was performed. <laughs> because they made Shamar Moore come out there with Eve. What right. in the black hell? That doesn't <laughs> even make no lady, sense. The Lady of Soul Train, Lady of Soul Awards. And Eve ghetto ass up there waving to people in the audience like, hey girl. <laughs> if you don't announce SZA and go off the stage. With them Paul Prince and that Zara jacket. Eve could do no wrong in my book She though. can't. And she's married to a billionaire, so. She don't want for nothing. A winner. And she got a new show. She's on The View now. No, not or the you, talk. The talk. Same show. I don't watch that shit. Yeah, I'm not watching it. But shout to Eve. Eve yeah. everything. Um, who else? We got BJ on the docket. Oh, BJ the Chicago kid. I mean, are we kidding? Like he is the second coming to Sam Cooke. I was about to he say the Sam Cooke of our time. Every single body. He can do whatever he wants with his voice. Oh, whatever he wants. And with Esso Aquarius, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> I literally thought I was gonna have a heart attack. And he actually performed Redbone, which is a song I never want to hear ever again. Don't do that. I actually love Redbone. I never. I heard Redbone before the world heard Redbone. You did. So, I'm not saying I don't like the song. I'm just saying people wore it out. Donald Glover was another amazing performance on the Grammys last night. <sighs> you be at discourse with the wrong parts of things that I say. Me and me and Donald Glover are currently at odds. We're, we're going through divorce finalizations. It's really painful for me. I still haven't seen the paperwork. It, the paperwork has been sent out. <laughs> and it's just hurting me that we had to leave each other on these terms but anyway bj did redbone and i was like oh my god he sings when we were at south by he was on every stage and he, he performed at every stage in south by west south by southwest and then right before i moved back home from atlanta they did like a, a monster energy drink event like a random pop-up and he was the main show he did untitled how does it feel mm. by d'angelo mm. Motown, y'all have a diamond, and y'all are not doing anything with it, and it's crazy. Because BJ the Chicago Kid literally could be the second coming of, like... So many of the greats. Exactly. A heart Crush, a song. He actually just put out a new song a few weeks ago, and it's amazing. I was like, my dad's crying. <laughs> he just... I be crying because he sings so good. I just can't... My brain can't compute how somebody could... Like you know that. how I feel about showboat singers. Like, I love when people are so talented vocally that they be doing any and everything with their voice just to let you know, oh, yeah, I can sing. Being I petty. can do whatever. Like, being petty. It's rude. It's that's, rude. That's because rude. I told you yesterday, if I could sing, I would have no friends because I would never talk. <laughs> I'd be singing now, and it's like, boy, you cannot sing. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you be on Instagram all. <laughs> I got to stop doing that. It's not on brand. Come on, on brand. Like, I'm not a backup singer. I don't do doo-wop pop-up. Bye. Who else we have on the list? Oh, my God. So, let's talk about how 112 came back and gave an um, gave us an amazing album in 2017. Stephanie Watts and Mark Madden will not allow anybody to go to sleep without knowing that 112 came back and is kicking us in the face with music. My my feet will be on all of your necks <laughs> until this album goes number one. <laughs> They have a current single called Dangerous Games, and I will keep my foot on all of your necks until that is the number one song. Look, the end. But I bet you the Grammys going to nominate that album next year because the Grammys be digging and diving in the R&B archives. They really do. 
So they, I wouldn't be surprised. They, they're going to. I'm like eighty seven percent sure that one twelve is going to be nominated. I wonder year. if this is going to start back like how last year everybody old was coming out with new stuff. I wonder if Jagged Edge coming back out with something. Jagged Edge is on the one twelve album. I know they got a song oh. together, but because of that, I wonder if oh, they're going to do because them yes. niggas sing too. Oh, absolutely. Gotta be is going to forever and always be. Hmm. The end. Period. I love at the end. Also on the list, we have Division. His new album, well, not his, because it's two of them, and people don't even know that. I didn't know that. Division is a DJ. It's like how Sade is the whole band, oh, not just Sade. Not just Fly right, Sade. Right, So it's Daniel, and it's 1985. Who's 1985? He's a producer. He's been in Drake's camp for a really long time. Oh, one he of the slaves. Oh, my God. Drake be having people locked in and locked and loaded. They are, cannot come out till a song comes out. I don't have nothing bad to say about Drake. I'm not mad, but I'm just saying Drake be having his producers locked in. Well, Division is on OVO, so it makes sense. I like Division way more when um, he first, first came out. Um, the albums don't really like slay me like that, but um, Too Deep is forever and all. Too Deep is forever. September 5th is forever. Hallucinations is forever. It's a bunch of songs. Even on the new album, I like the. It's a song that I think Amara Lenegra should have been on bye. on the new album. Not bye, because we love Amara. I love Amara Lenegra. We stand with the Afro Latinxes. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's how you pronounce it with the X. I just say Latinx. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Latinx. <laughs> I stand for division a little bit. I'm going to see them. This month, actually. Tell They're going to be at the Fillmore. Tell me all about it. I'm interested. No, you're not. No, I am actually interested because I, I used to be obsessed with him. Like, when Too Deep and... Uh, he had another song that came up actually before Too Deep that I was obsessed with. Um, so, no, tell me all about it. I'm interested. So, mm. please recap on the next one. We'll show. see. Ooh. I like Mood off of the new album. I, he think that he Maxwell, and I don't have a problem with it. Oh, I love cosplaying as Maxwell. Yeah. I mean, Maxwell could actually drop another song, and I would not be mad. Yeah, because that, that last album was not giving me what No, I it wasn't. And the videos were good from and, it. I just oh, didn't care. Oh, the, the, the river, whatever mm-hmm. one. Oh, that video was so gorgeous. With the smoke and yes. all of that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maxwell will do what he got to do to he stay strong. He still needs to be an uh, Instagram thotty. He be, never mind. Because <laughs> remember how Maxwell's I told you. Maxwell's a high boy. You, you can go somewhere and be casually just like somewhere getting like free drinks because it's like one of them stupid industry events that are never fun. And he'll be there in the corner or flying on the roof. He's crazy. <laughs> it's so strange. He randomly will pop up in pictures with like Will Smith and John Legend. And just <laughs> all three of them. Why are y'all in the same place? What are y'all doing? He also be up super late at night liking all the same stuff that I like on Instagram. Oh, okay. We're not going to go there. So. Oh, that, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I feel like that people know what that means. Oh, God. Who else on the list? Let me stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to talk about Duran? We stand for Duran. I mean, we're always talking about Duran. We love him. He's great. Duran Bernard can sing everybody into a small Tiffany's box. He has more in him than being a background singer, even though we do love him as Erica's backup singer. But he is incredible. Please dive into everything YouTube with Duran. You ever see the video with him and Leanne LaHavis? Yes. Okay, this one makes sense. Have you ever seen her cover of Twice by Little Dragon? Saw it. Almost slipped my wrist because (laughs) I just... First of all, that song just puts me... That song is like... It's like a happier version of James Blake, but you still be depressed after. And then Leanne was just so melancholy and beautiful on it. Oh, my God. She sounds I actually so want to listen to it, like, right now. Oh, okay. So... We can play it. It is. 
Duran, we stand. Love you. So again, all this to say, male R and B is alive and well. It hasn't gone anywhere. We it also is- have Kevin Ross, another Duke Ellington School of the Performing Arts alumnus. <laughs> what song should we be listening to from Kevin Ross? Because I don't know him well. He had that song "Long Way Away." That's probably not the name of it, but Kevin Ross. Is, is that the black version? Because you know, black we make up titles. And oh yeah, that was definitely it. the black version. But they oh, were okay. playing it all over the radio, so it was out and popping. Oh okay. His album was called "The Awakening." He's got good music. He has a song with BJ. Mm. He's okay. another because he's also on Motown. So oh, like they, okay. he opened up for Ro James when I went to see them in Baltimore. He sings. Oh. He did this whole '90s breakdown because you know new artists got to do extra stuff. Right. And he basically sang all the popping '90s songs in one song. He oh, remixed cute. "Creep" with like "Rock the Boat." It was a whole Ooh. set. I was into it. He's good. He's okay. really good. And he like going to high school with him. He used to like sit in the hallway and sing down for no reason. And I love when you know people from before and see them blossom. It's mm-hmm. like you really just never stop singing your face off. Mm-hmm. I was into it. They making you proud of people and yeah. happy that they doing what they intended. And exactly. Set out to I also shouted him out on themanthemuse.com at one point. Shout out themanthemuse.com. Right. <laughs> Put it in your face. <laughs> Sorry for all my people that use Google Chrome. Bookmarks if Bookmark you got a PC. Because <laughs> you never know who still got a deal. Mm. Wow. We're we going to ask for deliverance, though, if you do have a deal. A lot of people's jobs give them work deals. Yeah, but PCs is so hard to deal with. We're yeah, not going to spiral. It's fine. We're not going to spiral. But like we said, male R&B hasn't gone anywhere. Aside from what Jay Holiday got going on, aside from the Monique conversation about women not really getting their just desserts and their just due, how do you feel about Monique right now? I love her. I love Monique. Monique is queen. Monique is forever. Monique is the queen of comedy. Monique is an Oscar winner. And so, Netflix, y'all tried it. Did. I'm not going to boycott Netflix because I actually don't pay for Netflix. I mean, who actually does? I'm using, like, somebody's login. I definitely have somebody's login. So, I can't boycott something I don't actually give money to. But they tried it. And they also tried Wanda Sykes trying to give her 250 Like, if we want to talk about, like, who deserves what and blah, blah, blah. Monique is an Oscar winner. Oscar winners don't get out of bed for less than $10 million. Don't. Any should. Oscar winner ever. They don't. They don't have to. It's just like the Grammys. If you are nominated for a Grammy, that adds a stamp to your resume where you could do, you could ask for whatever you want. There's, and they have to give it to you. They, they have to. Say no. Because the Academy or whatever the authority is over that realm of talent has deemed you as such. So I don't have an issue with Monique asking for what she's asking for. I do think that there needs to be a bit more taste in the way that she delivers these messages to us. But, but the thing is, she's at the not day, wrong. she's still an auntie from Baltimore. So these are auntie, these are auntie from Baltimore tactics. That's true. And she loves us for real. And I'm I love us for real. And she actually do. That's the thing. Monique really do love black people for real. And people trying to discredit Monique and say, well, she ain't had nothing in a while. And she did, she did. That doesn't matter. But people don't understand that Monique said no to Netflix so that Tiffany Haddish and all these other younger young black Female comedians don't have to take crappy deals. So Monique isn't just doing this for herself. She's doing it for the women that are coming behind her. And if none of y'all can see that, y'all really ain't for the upliftment of black people, black women. At all. Because she's doing this for us. It makes, it makes perfect sense. It goes right along into the conversation of just mm-hmm. why everybody had white roses on their pins and their lapels at the Grammys. It's so much going on in these industries that we don't know about. And I like the fact that we're finding out 
how shady shit has been. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I said, and like every other podcast under the sun has probably been saying for the past two weeks, Monique should have given it to us a little bit better. I do think that there are other avenues she could have taken. She could have reached out to Hulu, said this is what Netflix is trying to do. Mm -hmm. She could have went, got Amazon Prime. Like there's Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of different yeah. avenue she could have taken she should have got another deal and then and, and then, then yeah and then be like oh congratulations on your new deal she was like yeah netflix wasn't trying to get the girl nothing so mm-hmm. i had to do what i had to do that would have been about monique is monique didn't go to netflix no everywhere. monique is chilling monique does sold out tours every year yeah she's not playing not hurting for nothing because again aunties support aunties and they be at the concert halls they sure do like every time she in the city monique sells out i so think it's that not people, like she hurting for nothing she don't need that money people are using their own bias on her as a person or Mm -hmm. how they feel like she is because of what lee daniel said or like whatever tyler perry said like they're going off of that groupthink mentality Mm -hmm. when monique really has been chilling doing behind the scenes stuff for umpteen years now that we wouldn't even know about moonlight before moonlight came out and nobody went and supported it it's called blackbird please go see it Blackbird was an awful movie, but it was something it's that she was attached to. the moonlight. And it's got a good message. And Patrick Polk was behind it as well. And he did Noah's Ark and Iconic The Skinny. Movie. And I'm into both of those. So I supported it off of the strength of that. It's also on Netflix. Like, she's got longevity. And with all of this, I think that if she was smart, she would try to somehow put together another Queens of Comedy. Yeah, she should. That would be so lit to me. She should. And then be like, ha, Netflix. Exactly. That would be so fine. But don't put a white corny on it. But she wouldn't because it's Monique. It's Monique. She don't like corny stuff. Even though she love us for real, she will only put on the five. Right. And she from Baltimore. They know what's up. Right. (laughs) And you can't cross her because she from Baltimore. Right. The end. And that's that. On On that. that. But speaking of group thing, you brought that up. Talking about the Monique thing. Oh, one last thing I want to say about Monique. I also think people aren't being supportive because Monique is ghetto. (laughs) Of course not. And Tracy Ellis Ross or Carrie Washington or... Anybody that we think is classy. somebody, exactly. People will be like, oh my God, we have to stand up for her. Anybody that be woke acting. Right. People will be like, no, we have to stand up for her. But because... Something similar, actually. Baltimore auntie... Well, yeah, because when Tracy Ellis Ross, it came out that she wasn't making as much. Everybody's all up in arms, all upset. For like a day. for like a well, day. Until she, until Tracy was like, that ain't what happened. But the thing is, because <laughs> she never, she never came out and said, right. "Hey y'all, I'm not making as much as Anthony Anderson." Right. Anthony Anderson is an executive producer on the show, and so is Lawrence Fishburne. So they both get a different set of checks from right. Blackish than the actors do. But Tracy Ellis Ross, and I think this has been an argument in general on the Twitter sphere, in the podcast world, just all over the place in black. That she is part of the reason people watch the show. Mm-hmm. So she should definitely be getting at least the same amount as the actor pay portion of Anthony right. Anderson. And she probably does yeah. get the top actor pay. Because I know they ain't giving Diane millions. They, <laughs> Shout out Diane, to Diane deserves the millions though. Oh, Diane deserves the world. Yeah. But she's also like 12, so she can't get the same check. I like that she's growing up. I know, she's growing up too fast for me. Diane, stay a child, Diane. Oh, my God. Stop calling her that. I don't know that little girl's real name. Y'all know black people. We don't even know your TV name. Gina and Pam. Oh, Tashina's going to always be Pam. Tisha's going to always be Gina. And that's that on that. Uh, but back to group thing. Group thing, because I know you want to talk about Erica Badu. Everybody is getting mad at Erica Badu as if she said something inflammatory. She all, didn't say anything all different. All 
y'all go to church and Jesus be telling y'all to love on people and all this carrying on. But when she says she love everybody, even bad people, y'all get all up in arms. That's what the Bible said that y'all be getting up on Sundays and skipping brunch to go to. <laughs> so I don't understand why y'all are so incensed and inflamed by what she said. And it's like, yeah, like when this, this is what makes it funny. When Erica Badu said that groupthink wasn't a good thing, we need to move away from groupthink when she did window seat. Yep. The wokes and the unapologetic blacks were all, all over it. Board. It was they so many think pieces it. on groupthink. People had never even heard that used as a compound word exactly. before. And, and they, was pressed to write about it. And they sure were. And now when she's saying, I'm not... And then she says the same thing almost 10 years later. Y'all are mad. She that's said what, this 10 years ago and y'all supported it. That's what I don't understand about people's upsetness with this. Like, how are you so upset? Have you never seen an Erykah Badu interview before? The tone of the conversation and the things that she said, the type of dynamic that it was, is not no different than when she was at the Breakfast Club. It's right. not no different than when she was on um, Everyday Struggle with Joe Budden before he got fired. Right. It's just like, this is not a different type of conversation. And yes, I do think from reading it, I can see how it got turned because the interviewer was Jewish and she said, I see good in all people, even Hitler. He immediately was going to feel some kind of way. Right. Because that's just like black people saying, I love everybody. And then you say something bad about their kids. They can fight you about their kids. <laughs> but so I get it. I get the type of sentiment. Mm -hmm. But even when she explained herself, y'all still seem to be upset. And when just like you said. And the writer worked it out. And she's like, I didn't want to offend you. Right. I was just trying to say that. I have a deep compassion for all people and you don't know, and we don't know what makes people do evil things. Right. And she also said like with, the, with Bill Cosby, she's like, I feel bad for the victims. She's like, it just, because but you have to understand that hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And saying that, that, um, that R. Kelly or Hitler or any people are hurt people doesn't mean that you're co-signing what they did. You're At saying all. there's a reason why they did what they did. And as a human being, I understand that it comes from up somewhere. Right. She's just saying that she paid attention to that and there right. was also good in him. Right. And I don't have anything positive to say about Hitler, but I do understand the idea and the thought process of seeing good in the world like mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing at all to me jill scott said the same thing a couple years back and i think she got a little bit of backlash when the she bills did. cosby stuff she was did. really going on well she i got like, backlash and that's why i'm blocked by so many people on twitter oh because i said i said on twitter i said bill cosby is a rapist and he's also a philanthropist and people end. got so mad they're like no once you do something bad it don't matter what good you did that's not true where I'm not speaking about who you are as a person. I'm speaking about what you actually did. He actually gave millions of dollars to Spellman. He gave millions of dollars to the high school that he and I went to. He gave millions of school uh, dollars to this, millions of dollars to that. And he raped a bunch of women. He did both of those things. And I think that we need to understand that everybody, just because you're one-dimensional, doesn't mean everybody else is one-dimensional. Right. Everybody has problematic things about them. Everybody has great things about them. And when we accept that that's what being a human being is, it's having flaws, it's being evil, it's being great, it's being warm, it's being compassionate, then we'll understand how to function with each other. And that's why I feel like it's so much craziness and carrying on on Twitter and in the real world because we don't see each other as full people. We don't have no compassion for each other. I just don't think that... <clears throat> Bill Cosby did not father a nation from the show, the Cosby show. And anybody that says he didn't is a liar and you're stupid. And I don't think that that means I cannot also 
be in disagreement with the fact that he drugged those women and did all of those bad things. Because he sure did it. Because he did that, and that is wrong. I'm not behind that at all. But the character that he played on The Cosby Show, the good things that he's done for the black community, those things didn't not happen because he did something bad that I found out about later on down the line. That's all Jill said. Mm -hmm. That's all Erica said. Jill said... As a human, all men have proclivities. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I didn't. She said she didn't. She knows people who didn't have fathers in the household. And that was their outlet. Like mm -hmm. the Cosby show gave them the outlet that they needed. And that did not cease to exist because now we found out that he's bad. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know. People Again, people just want to be mad. It's like their favorite pastime. They do it as a side hustle without a check. And I just would rather not be mad all the time. I don't have time for that. It's too much energy. That's why y'all be looking old. Oh, my God. It's true. I can't. Not, no. I can't. Um, but, yeah, and it's also for anyone on the show that wants to say um, anything to us and clap back on us, we said what we said. Right, fight us. I'm not saying fight us because I, I, I will call the cops on you. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. I just but, mean. I know. I'm just right. being smart. Because um, I don't call the cops on black people. but Because um, <laughs> it could change. I know because I don't know what can happen. You don't, don't know what's going to happen. So, but we said what we said. And if you have any questions and you want to respectfully talk about it, because I don't argue with people. I'm not here to change anybody's opinions. I'm just speaking my truth and I'm just trying to... Um, even the playing field to not make everything be combative and evil and arguing and be messy. But we are open to have conversations. So if you would like to, we are open to it. But don't come to us with no mess. Y'all could I um, shed what I shed. Y'all could run up in Stephanie Mentions if y'all want to, but y'all not gonna stop buying Erica tickets. Well, they, not, ne they never was buying what... Erica tickets to start with. Oh, well, there's that. I go to so every Erica show. So that's the thing. Everybody be canceling people that they don't buy into. How you gonna cancel Erica and you ain't bought an album since Baduism? How you gonna Bye. boycott Netflix when you don't even have an account under your name? Right. You the fifth person on your ex-boyfriend's <laughs> line. Like, that don't even make no sense. It's a princess, granny, Uncle Tom, <laughs> and you. You're not even related to this nigga and you on his account. So, boycott, I'm boycotting Netflix. Somebody else, seven ninety nine is going to them. Well, I think it's nine ninety nine now. But anyway, oh, an upgrade, yeah. an upcharge. But yeah, so I mean, basically, y'all like groupthink is whack. It's trash. And I know this whole show is us trying to tell y'all what we think y'all should like, but we, also, <laughs> but we don't want y'all to listen to stuff that does not resonate with you. We're just sharing what we like, and if y'all do like it, we're asking y'all to check it out. We're right. not asking you to like it. We're just trying to open up the pathway. That's it. And that's it. Let us be your it. gateway drug. And if you don't like it, it's totally fine. We won't even be mad. Share us with y'all like. Because we will still listen to it. To it. <laughs> oh, y'all definitely listen to what I like. I'm definitely open to finding out about the new. So I try to give most music a chance. I only don't listen to certain country artists because I feel like they support the soundtrack to racism. Oh, but, I mean, this even a couple country joints that I'll be like, I oh, that's bomb. Music. I got a Shania Twain t-shirt. Um, Shania is the GOAT, though. So, yeah, so they don't I mean, really count. Her, Dixie Chicks, the GOAT. Oh, wow. Legends. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so it's all about giving people a chance. I think maybe that's the theme for the show today. Chances. It's giving people chances. Real chance at music. A real chance at music. <laughs> you know, give Bruno a chance, woke community. Right. I mean, that's what the show is all about. It's the urban everything you need to know from a music head's perspective. 
with mess in between. Right. Because this show, <laughs> this episode was messy. Everybody's going to hate this. And I bet all y'all $20, y'all don't know what that reference was from. Eh. <laughs> if y'all do know the dough, we don't got the 20 <laughs> <laughs> Get off my we line. We ain't got it. I'm going on vacation this weekend. I got to save my coins. <laughs> <laughs> you know people get their taxes back and start wanting to dish out money. I don't claim no kids, so I'll be getting like $200 back. It's I sad. I don't talk about taxes. Do you follow? Do. Oh, because I'm saying, I don't want to be in business with nobody that ain't paying taxes. <laughs> Come on, do you follow? Do we need to have an offline conversation? I don't want you to Lauren Hill the podcast. Listen. Evasion. I don't want no part. I don't I don't fool with felonious people. <laughs> Not felonious. Bye. Literally. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Still in love with